Hi there. Today's guest is the queen of the scene from Napa Valley Life magazine, Carrie Rule. She is the editor, publisher, writer, photographer, extraordinaire of Napa Valley Life magazine, and she is ubiquitous at all of the great Napa Valley events. She's got some great stories to tell, intriguing people, fun times, and on and on and on about all kinds of Napa Valley greatness. You're going to get a kick out of what she has to say. In the meantime, come on over and get a kick with me over at Judd's Hill Winery, my family's place on the south end of the Silverado Trail here in the Napa Valley. I would love to see you, and visiting information can be found at judshill.com. And while you're online, you might as well check out our fun videos, have a look at some of the cool wine-related poetry, see what events we've got going on, and, you know, put some wine in your shopping cart. As a special perk for being a listener, type in JNVS in lowercase letters in the coupon code box at checkout and get 15% off your entire wine order. Not bad. If you want a better deal than that, join our Judd's Hill Wine Club. I'll show you a good time. It's guaranteed. You're going to get invitations to events. You're going to get to try all the wine we make. You're going to get a good deal on all of that wine. It's fun. Why not? And it's free to join. Check it out. Join me. In the meantime, enjoy today's show. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Every episode, a veritable cornucopia of finkel fun. Get ready for another heap full of fascinating things to know from witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show. No stale script and no rehearsing, live from a Napa studio. You may be that intriguing person on Judd's Napa Valley Show. On Judd's Napa Valley Show. Judd's Napa, Judd's Napa Valley, Judd's Napa Valley Show. And now, live from the KVON studios in the Napa Valley, uh, it's time for another edition of uh, Judd's Napa Valley Show. Uh, this is uh, Barack Obama. I'm uh, filling in for uh, Lord Mull. And now, here is our host, uh, Judd Finkelstein. Well, thank you, Mr. President. It's an honor to have you drive. Wait, where are you going? Uh, uh, thank you very much, Judd. And I'd like to let everybody know that the uh, Affordable Care Act is uh, here to stay. Okay, well, that, that's thank you for dropping in to introduce me and let me know about that. I'm sorry that you have to go. Uh, you know, if you see Lauren out there, no offense to you, you know, it's, it's an honor to have the President of the United States here in studio with us. Uh, I know you're very busy, and the sniper up there looks like he has to go to the bathroom, so that means you can't stay in the building. As long When there's no sniper up there, you're not allowed to stay. So he's taking a bathroom break. It means you've got to go. So would you just send Lauren in? Because I think I see him coming. He was running late, but I appreciate you filling in. All right, thank you. Oh, there he goes. The president is out of the room. I think that and was the president of the United Dates. The United Dates? Like, yeah. Is United it, Dates. Okay. Yeah, the date the, the, <laughs> from Indio down there where they have the date festival. Yeah, the date. Lauren, hey! Oh, hey, Judd. Sorry, I'm a little late again. Oh no, that's okay. We uh, we found somebody to fill in, so that was cool. What have you been up to? I've been working a lot at Rayleigh's. Yeah, going well. Going well. The job is courtesy clerk. Job as courtesy clerk is going great so far. That's good because you're a courteous person. I am. It's like you were meant to be a courtesy in the courtesy field, the courtesy industry. I am a titan 
of the courtesy industry, Mr. Lauren Mole. I guess you could say that. <laughs> okay, good. Anything else happening? Well, uh, we got the 4th of July break coming up. With the, yes. Uh, please, oh, no, go no, ahead. no, I, I want to hear about this. Oh, okay. I'm excited about this. Okay, uh, this is the uh, uh, we're doing with Terry Bradford's Community Chorus. We're participating for the third year in a row in the, uh, the Napa 4th of July parade. Wonderful, and you'll be singing. You've got a flatbed truck, as you have in the past, and you'll be we'll singing be, bass. Yes. We'll, gonna, be, we'll be having it again this year. You're going to tell us what song you're singing, or is that a surprise? It's a surprise. you got to come out to the parade. Yep, come out to the parade. Okay, and on what day is the 4th of July parade being held? Saturday. What's the date on that? July 4th. Oh, okay, perfect. We'll be down there, downtown Napa, and it's... Actually, I, I was kidding about that, but the... The t- start time I actually don't have. I had that in front of me, but it's it's a morning thing, right? About ten or eleven. Uh, it is. Look it up, folks. It's easily found on the internet. The Napa Downtown Fourth of July Parade. Come out and see Lauren Mole with the Terry Bradford Community Chorus. You'll be singing. I don't. Did you know about this? Did you know that today is a leap? What do you call it? A leap second. Did you know that today there was one extra second added on right after midnight. And well, that's it, what it, I felt. You felt that. So I'm curious, you know, what did you, what did you do with that extra time? It, it was added to account for the slowing of Earth's rotation. We needed one extra second. So did you fill your time with anything, Lauren? I don't, I, I didn't feel it. You didn't feel it? Uh, musical director Gordon Lustig, who we heard earlier playing our theme song that you wrote. Yeah. I was it, asked to do something last night. I remember saying, uh, let's wait a second. And I felt like I just had a little bit of extra. <laughs> and you were able to, to have that extra that second. Extra, yeah. Yeah, it was, like a, it. it was a, a life or death situation, and that extra second really... Uh, That's wonderful. As soon as I think of what it was, I'll, I'll let you know. We'll pipe in anytime. We'll no. be here for the next uh, 49 minutes or so. Looking forward to it. So that's exciting. We had a little extra time today. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, so what's been going on with you, Judd? With me? Well, let's see. I've I've got some fun stuff coming up, by the way. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> let's see what it is, if I can remember what it is. Sunday, July 19th. The Maikai Gents, that's the Hawaiian group that I play with. We do old-time Hawaiian music. We will be performing this just got set up yesterday, so this is hot off the presses. We will be performing at City Winery in downtown Napa for a very casual family get-together. Everybody's welcome. It's from 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock p.m. Doors open at 5. You can come in, have dinner. There'll be drink specials. We'll be upstairs on the main stage. It's only $10 to attend for adults, and kids are free. So the whole family can come. It's uh, relatively affordable. We will put on our zippy show full of aloha. Tons of fun. Let's see. July 31st is Yucapalooza at Oxbow. That's always a good time. We do that. This is, I think, the fifth annual Yucapalooza. It's like a mini one-night ukulele festival, and that starts at 6 p.m. It's free to attend. You come out to Oxbow Marketplace. And out on the river deck, out behind Kitchen Door there, is where we set up. And it, it's great. So my band will be playing there. The, the anchor will play a few songs. And then folks are welcome to bring their own ukuleles. And we invite people to come up and do their own tunes. We have strum-alongs and sing-alongs and kind of open mic night type stuff. The Oxbow merchants themselves will have island-style specials for the night. So it makes it really interesting. If you're an Oxbow regular, you'll be able to come and have things that aren't normally available. That's July 31st, and it's, an, it's a benefit for Voices, the great uh, youth program right here in Napa. It's free to attend, so how is it a benefit? Well, they, they'll do a raffle. They do that in the past, so just buy some raffle tickets. They've got some great prizes. And if you don't have anything to wear, we encourage Aloha attire, but if you don't have anything to wear, wear. <laughs> it's rare that I don't have anything to wear, but if any of you don't, 
Show Up and Retro Diva, one of the Bay Area's premier sellers of vintage Aloha wear, will be on hand with racks of Aloha shirts and dresses and moo-moos and all that stuff, so you can pick something up right there. That's July 31st, and the very next night at Judd's Hill Winery, which you may have heard of, my family's place right there on the beautiful Silverado Trail. It's our annual Lobster Luau Wine Fest, August 1st. Big lobster feed, music, and aloha like you wouldn't believe. Always fun, always sells out. Ticket information is at judshill.com on the events page. And that's all I got, man. I'm out of breath. Well, that's great, Judd. That's a lot. It's a lot happening. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I hope to see it some of that. At least Yucapalooza will come introduce us. I'll see if I can make it. I, well, I'll talk to your agent about that. We'll work it out. We've got a show. Oh, We've we got do. Gordon Lustig here, musical director. Excited to have him in. I know he's going to play a little tune for us at some point, maybe even uh, compose something on the spot as we talk. And we have another featured guest as well who has been patiently sitting here. And I think we ought to introduce this person right now. Okay, John. Our guest today is Ultra Cool to Napa Valley. A shining jewel. Her magazine warrants a subscription renewal with photos of local events with food to make you drool and enough wine to fill a pool. I think I even saw someone with a Moscow mule. Hey, whatever. We all choose our own fuel. But back (laughs) on topic, to make her wait longer would be so cruel. And I wouldn't want to offend and risk fighting a duel. To do so would paint me as an insufferable fool, or just a meanie, like a gruesome ghoul. Okay, okay, please pull up a stool. Whether you're in Napa or streaming in Istanbul, you'll enjoy our guest, the fabulous Carrie Rule. Hey, Carrie Rule. <laughs> oh my God, that was so cool. I want a copy of that. <laughs> Here. I love, I love all the, the rhymings with Rule. Auto- autograph that for her, will yeah. you, Lauren? Lauren, please autograph you, that for me. I love sure, that. Sure, Carrie. You, I've never had an introduction like that before. You that just was... got Lauren Mold. Thank you. Yeah, he's... Thank you, thank you. He's famous. It's a signature rhyming introduction. Welcome. You're the publisher, editor of Napa Valley Life magazine. Yes, I am. Somebody has to. You're ready to make the scene. You're always making the scene. I want to hear all about this because you are the woman about town. You know what's happening. You know everybody. You're at every big event, gala, opening. Well, that's the illusion. Oh, really? Oh, well, let's pull back the curtain. (laughs) That's the illusion that I'm at every event. I try to be as many as I can. And uh, sometimes I can't quite duplicate myself, but I, you know, send other people. But I was just out on a walk before I came in here. Yeah. And my friend Dave, he described me as a butterfly. Oh, because I, you flit around? I flitter, flutter everywhere, and sometimes it's hard to contain me because uh, I have so much energy. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you're in a good line because you get, to, you get to run around and you get to go to all these great parties. And I know if I'm in, invited to something, which um, I'm always grateful when I am, and I see you there, then I know, wow, I've really made it. I'm at something important. See, now, I was thinking the same thing. If I saw Judd there and he has his <laughs> ukulele, then, wow, I'm at someplace special. That's very kind. That's very kind. How did you get into this business? Are, is your background in publishing and writing? And did you grow up here in Napa? Let's, let's go back. Go way back. Yeah. Um, I was born a – well, I'm not going to do a Steve Martin line. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was born in Germany. And oh, no kidding. My mom's from Slovenia, mm-hmm. and uh, my dad's American, and um, 
came to the United States uh, as a small child, mm-hmm. and first language was German. Oh, I don't really? speak much anymore. Um, but then I moved around a lot. My dad was in the military, and then we settled in Michigan. Oh. So I kind of went to junior high, high school, and college, went to Central Michigan University, and, uh, and broadcast journalism degree from Central Michigan. But I didn't always want to be a broadcaster or a journalist. No? I, I wanted to be a, uh, a musician, and I wanted to be a music teacher. Well, you're definitely a creative type, but let's talk about that. Were you, were you, did you grow up playing musical instruments? Did you get training? Were your parents musical? I was a concert pianist, so I played the piano. Wow. And um, played the clarinet, tenor sax, both in high school and college. And uh, I, I remember my first class in college... I had a, um, a music teacher that says, you're going to be somebody someday. And I go, well, aren't we all somebody already? <laughs> you know, you know, that's a good um, response. Yeah. So, um, my real name then was Carrie Sue. Anybody from Michigan calls me Carrie Sue. It's all one name. Mm-hmm. But when I came out to, um, California, we shortened it to Carrie and it was just, just easy. Well, cause I had gotten married. I'm not married to my kid's dad anymore but mm. so rule is actually my married name oh i see so my maiden name was lambert there you go solid there you go but carrie, carrie sue, sue that's that's carrie nice sue. yeah that's nice but was that just not a california thing to have well it was or? just carrie sue lambert yeah. rule was originally my name and it just that's a lot and you know doing broadcasting i used to work at kvo and kvyn back in the day back in 1988 through 92 I worked here at the radio station no full time. So we worked here then at the same time. I was and here for 8990. Yeah, so I was Carrie Rule. It was I just easier. They didn't let me associate with the other people. But they I kept been, me to Sunday yeah. nights and nobody was in the building. They didn't want me yeah, fraternizing or even meeting anybody. So I, I actually have had a radio show. Uh, well, not, not a show. I have a segment on Good Morning Bob when it was formerly you know, Kelly mm-hmm. in the morning. Probably uh, six or seven years, eight years. I've been doing the radio show, but I originally wanted to, you know, major in music and biology. I lived on a horse farm in Michigan. Art and science. Yeah. So I I have a very interesting brain and I, (laughs) I, I grew up on a horse farm and I was out in the wilderness a lot. And, uh, I love going down to the Creek in our back 50 acres and getting water samples and putting them under microscopes. And I was kind of a nerd and I was a girly girl that liked to get dirty. So I'd climb (laughs) trees and, um, I have three brothers and all the kids in our neighborhood were all boys. I was the only girl. Oh, that was that fun or did that make you feel like an outsider? Because I could see that going either way, depending on your personality. it's, It's funny because I, I get along really great with guys Mm because I grew up with guys and um, most of my friends growing up were guys and and so I was really shy in high school although I was a cheerleader I mean figure that one out well I was about to just show my astonishment that you were shy being the social (laughs) person that you are but you say you were shy and a cheerleader you usually don't get those two together I know how'd that that happen it was um my alter ego coming out, but when I got around a group of girls, I was really shy. I didn't really know how to communicate with mm. them. I didn't have a lot in common with them because I did all these boy things, but yet I like to wear dresses and be a girly girl. And Now, now I'm going to interrupt you. Just before we went on the air, you did say, hold on a moment. I, 
I need to put on my lipstick. <laughs> I said for the radio. <laughs> it makes said, me okay, feel let empowered. It go. Yeah. Okay. No, it's lip gloss. So <laughs> I okay. I just feel empowered. And Gordon, yeah, and Gordon's like, Well let me put on my rouge and <laughs> Lauren was putting on his eyeliner and yeah, everyone looks fabulous, by the way. Great what? here. <laughs> You do look great. Yeah, absolutely. He was waking up. Okay. Yeah. But how I got into, did you ask me how I got into broadcasting? I, at some point, I think I did, yeah. Okay. So I was also, I ran the track, ran track and cross country in high school. And I got injured my senior year. So I couldn't do any sports, no cheerleading, no running. But you were on a musical path. I was. And I was in two different musical classes. Could you continue that? Even I, after I your, could. Okay. Um, kind of you know i was in the marching band i was in the jazz oh. band i was in I was the symphonic band i was in so many different bands that you could be in <laughs> in high school and but i went to the track meets and i felt bad it's my senior year and i couldn't participate and so the track coach came to me and said you know i have a job for you that we could really utilize and we need someone to announce the track meets and so he takes me up, to, you know, on the football field. We had a cindered track. Mm-hmm. We didn't have the, the great tracks they have here in Napa. It was very dirt-like. And um, that's probably why I got injured is because, oh. you know, shin splints and all that. And I was petrified, you know. I'm going to go talk with a microphone. <laughs> and so he walks me up the, you know, the creakety bleachers up to the box that has the uh, the microphone and says, here, all you have to do is announce, you know, welcome to Lowell Red Arrows. That's what we were called. Mm-hmm. And the field and, and announce who the the visiting teams are and, and just announce the different meets. But you didn't refuse. It sounded like you were nervous, but you didn't refuse. Oh, so was, there's a part of you I that was, wanted this, right? I was scared to death and I was like nervous and my palms were sweating. And, and I got up there and it was one of those old microphones, you know, the silver microphones that... I mean, I'm really dating myself here. Um, and I don't know, it's like the big, you, you the, see in the, the old movies. Yeah, you know. And, just record newsreels. <laughs> and he goes, all you have to do is flick this little button. Yeah. And, you know, just talk into it. So, you know, I did the test test and it was like, oh, my God, I hear my voice echoing around <laughs> the, the whole football field. And then something clicked. And all of a sudden, it was like, good afternoon and welcome to the, you know, da 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 <laughs> And people are like, Wow. You're really good at that. It was in you all along. And a, a different persona came out in me, and I went, well, this was fun. So I did that, graduated, went to college, and I started out at a community college and thought, okay, I'm going to be doing music and mm-hmm. biology. And my English teacher said, you know, you can, you're a good writer. You can write. Oh, thanks. I mean, I didn't think anything about writing. And he said, you know, they're they're looking for an intern at the Grand Rapids Press. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, and I was like 18 years old, and, and this instructor is telling me that I should go write for, the, you know, a big newspaper that's 750,000 people. Wow. And they just needed someone to do. And I, so I did. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is fun. That's great. They saw the talent within you but and I helped still, you discover it yourself. still thinking I'm going to be doing music. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was in the college symphony and played the tenor sax. And then all of a sudden, the swim instructor for the junior college contacts me. Oh, and by the way, they asked me to be on the newspaper for the Grand Rapids Junior College Collegiate. And they needed a, a sports writer. So I said, oh, I know a lot about sports. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one. Ah, I'll do sports. Yeah. So I became the sportscaster, and the swim coach 
for the college said, and he was friends with my track coach, and he said, we need a Brock, we, I understand that you can announce, you're a good announcer, and I'm thinking, uh, how does he know that? And he was telling me, well, I'm good friends with your, you know, the track coach from your high school. Yeah. And I said, uh, sure, I knew nothing about swimming. What you town know? is this? This is in Grand Rapids. Grand Michigan. Rapids. Okay, yeah. so you were the queen of all media. It sounds like. Well, so Grand I, Rapids, Michigan. And so what? I, um, well, I went to Lowell High School in Lowell, which is outside, and so I started announcing the swim meets, and I pulled one of the writers that was on the um, the collegiate newspaper who was on the swim team, and he would tell me everything about swimming and you know and the diving, the degree of difficulty, and things like that, and. I thought, wow, this is kind of fun. I, I kind of like being in front of a microphone. So then my second year in college, I switched my major to, to journalism. broadcast journalism. And and you've been working it. How did you get to Napa Valley? My kid's dad, uh, when I was married, I was married for about 14 years. He was in the Coast Guard, and he got transferred to San Francisco at mm-hmm. Vessel Traffic Service. And that only lasted, well, it didn't last, but I stayed. Cool. And I fell in love with the Napa Valley, and I had someone introduce me to the radio station, and I knew George Carl, yeah. who the former, the late George Carl, who worked here at the radio station, and he hired me, and because I had worked in radio and was a DJ and was a news director in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, <laughs> for two years and covered international news, wrote for the Associated Press, and you were uh, qualified to work here yeah. for sure. Okay, so, so that brought you to Napa Valley. Mm-hmm. Now you have Napa Valley Life magazine, which can be found throughout Napa Valley at the finer establishments and maybe in your own mailbox and at NapaValleyLifeMagazine.com. How did that start? How did you get the idea to put out this lifestyle magazine about Napa Valley? Well, when I worked for the Associated Press and I also worked for NBC, I was a, a TV correspondent, I got really tired of covering hard news. And I had to cover uh, a little six-year-old who accidentally hung himself on the swing set. Oh, my god! And my producer wanted me to go ask the parents how they felt about that. And I said, uh, no. And they said, no, we need a soundbite for 5 o'clock news. And I said, Uh. no. And consequently, I got fired because he said I didn't have what it takes to be a real journalist. How would – I'm I'm sorry to interrupt you, sorry, but how would they have expected you to ask – what question would they have expected you to ask? The well, I mean, parents? exactly. How do you feel about your child just yeah, so, tragically dying? Yeah, Give, I mean, talking to this microphone. Tell me how you feel. Well, uh. and what what was the parents going to say? Well, we're really sorry that little Johnny died. I guess it's one less mouth to feed. No, uh. I mean, I just <laughs> to me, I lost a lot of respect for, and I still have a hard time just mainstream media. Don't get me even started on that. We won't. We won't talk we, about. It. We're we, talking we, about you today, right? But. I mean, it's telling me how why I started the magazine. Well, I was, you know, single mom, and, and I was trying to figure out what were cool things to do for my kids that might be free. And I realized there was no one place that you could go to to find out things for kids to do in the Napa Valley. Hmm. So my former business partner, Jim Brum, and I started Napa Valley Family Magazine oh. in 1998. Well, after doing that a couple of years, and we had the magazines distributed in the kids' Uh, weekly welcome packet or take-home packet but another newspaper in town got upset and 
had that distribution ceased. Oh, dear. After two years. So we decided to revamp the magazine and took a month off. And we were monthly back then. And we came back and we, we were Napa Valley Life magazine. So we've been Napa Valley Life since 2000. And we basically started with no money, no office, and no equipment. But we both had a desire. I was a writer, photographer, and Jim was a graphics person and musician. You know Jim Brum, mm-hmm. Gordon. Yep. So he worked with me on the magazine till 2005. And then he really wanted to pursue his music. And I took over the magazine 100% in 2005. Wow. Let's talk a little bit more about the magazine when we come back after this break. Sure. Uh, there's a lot to talk about. Before we do the break, Gordon, would you like to favor us with a with a tune? Uh, this is a, a good spot to do that. Like a, a real song? You a, real song. A, real song a, a real song. A real song. Not one of those sure. fake ones you bring on here once in a while. A real that, Gordon uh, Lustig song. I think you, you heard in its early, early phase. It's, okay. Uh, I know you, you like it when I do funny songs, so I brought a song that has funny in it a lot. Oh, the word funny? The word funny. Okay. Yeah. Here yeah. we go, gang. Okay. How much time we have? Take a couple minutes. Okay. To okay. do so the this song. Is a song I wrote about my dad and uh, all the cliches that he used to uh, use in, in trying to uh, educate us about life. Okay, so it goes Well, you can't shoot layups like your brother can. So you ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. These observations were courtesy of my old man, the kind I needed like a hole in the head. He told me variety is a spice of love. How love and life can lay you flat. How I should thank my lucky stars above. Cause you never know you could go like that. My dad had a funny way of summing up the lessons of life with an old cliche. It wasn't that I didn't hustle on the court, I was a day late and a dollar short, that's what my dad would say. He was funny that way. We played cards in his little courtyard till we lost the sun. He swore you'll never beat this old fart. And he would wag his finger at my nose every time he won And say we're too soon old, too late smart He tried but couldn't quite hide a curious pang That filled his heart up to the brim I saw him cry when Harry Chapin sang About his boy who grew up just like him my dad had a funny way of summing up the lessons of life with an old cliche. It wasn't that I should have played the ace or deuce. I had the brains that God gave a goose. That's what my dad would say. He was funny that way. Those worn out old cliches did me no good. Won't use them on my own kid, knock on wood. My dad had a funny way of summing up the lessons of life with an old cliche. 
You gotta make mistakes if you wanna grow Though the more you learn, the less you know Just something I like to say I'm kinda funny that way Wow, Gordon. That was awesome. That was powerful. Thanks. <laughs> you talked about him crying when hearing the Harry Chapin song, which I always <laughs> start misting up hearing that song. <laughs> yeah. I'm missing up hearing that song too, man. That's so full of emotion. Oh, thank I just you. do definite goosebumps. They're still there. Thanks. Wow. I think we need to take a break. I need to <laughs> get over that. I mean, it's a beautiful song, but I need to recover a little bit. Thank you. Well, so Car- oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Oh. I was just going to say, so Carrie, how did you feel when you heard that song? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> we'll be right back with Carrie Rule of Napa Valley Life magazine. We'll be back with more of Judd's Napa Valley Show right after these messages. Everyone's a Finkel friend on Judd's Napa Valley Show. At 1440 on your AM dial in Napa, and streaming live in Berlin at kvon.com. Back to Judd's Napa Valley Show. Carrie Rule of Napa Valley Life Magazine is our featured guest here. We've got Gordon Lustig, our musical director as well. And you kind of raised your eyebrow when he said Berlin, but it's true. Anywhere there's a free and accessible internet, this show can be heard at kvon.com and uh, past episodes through the iTunes store where we Well, as I mentioned, I was born in Germany, Deutschland. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, you know, your relatives back there can listen in. There you go. Uh, Let's talk about the magazine. Mm -hmm. Tell me, I know it's a lifestyle magazine, but when you go out to describe Napa Valley Life magazine, how do you describe it yourself? My 30-second elevator pitch. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Let's have the elevator pitch. It's a bi-monthly lifestyle magazine aimed at the people who live, work, and play in the Napa Uh Valley. And we're all about being a magazine that's designed to be read. So we always have more editorial than we have ads. And we have great, interesting editorial on wineries, food, incredible houses, intriguing people. We always do our intriguing people issue. Yeah, and I, I do want to ask you about that. You know, in our theme song that Gordon wrote, it, it mentions intriguing people. You might be that intriguing person. And how do you choose your intriguing people? What makes someone intriguing to you to include in the well, magazine? Well, we, we've been doing it this year. Well, the next intriguing issue will be our 14th year. And we originally started out as 25 intriguing Napa Valley residents worth getting to know. And you had to be not someone famous or someone that's always in the news. Yeah, We've kind of mixed it up a little bit. But we always try to pick someone that's young and old. You know, we try to have kind of an even mix of male, female. But really just somebody that does something that's really interesting and intriguing. And every single person has an intriguing story about them. It's just a matter of trying to find it. And so, you know, doing something where someone has a really unusual job or Mm -hmm. a unique hobby, and we try to mix it up with people who give back to the community. I've seen, yeah, I've seen, exactly, I've seen community, Activist time is not this is right. the wrong word, but uh, you know, folks involved in community organizations. I've, I've seen young musicians, drag queen, uh, all kinds of. Oh yeah, folks. I mean, people that. I mean, what's so cool about the Napa Valley is the diversity of people and their backgrounds, and there's so many cool people here. And I mean, I've traveled all over. Um, I've lived in a number of places, but they they don't have the makeup that the people here in the Napa Valley. Like in other places. I mean, everybody has cool people, but we have so many yeah. intriguing people. And I was a, I was a 
original intriguing, intriguing person. person. I think in your first 25 yeah. intriguing people. And what then a few that? years later, I was in the no longer intriguing <laughs> Um, the, they ran know, the no People magazine, people who are no, who, not sexy anymore, man alive. Yeah, <laughs> <Got> yeah. <laughs> least intriguing people. Right, you, you were are, intriguing. You are <laughs> always intriguing, Gordon. He is. He is. Well, you know, I I will volunteer my show for you. Look on iTunes at the list of guests, and they're all intriguing. So if you need ideas for who to include, oh, just go down the list of my past guests. They're all fabulous well. The hard part is, is that we limit it to like two hundred to two hundred fifty words. And every single person that we showcase, we could actually do a three or four page spread on them. Yeah. So it's really hard, and you have to just kind of like take a snapshot of something in their life. That's intriguing. So you kind of hope not to be included in the intriguing list and make it into another issue where you get a full article. Well, some of my people I do do future stories uh-huh. on and I expand on. I don't pick anyone to be intriguing if they've been in the magazine in the last six months. Mm, that's good. Keep it fresh. Right. And you were very nice and included me in a quest. the questions. Yes. Um, well, you know, the best of the Napa Valley. Yeah. Life. Yeah. I didn't make the intriguing list, but the, the back the back page spread, like, where do you like to go eat? What's your this, that? What's your favorite, I think, long twirly mustache in Napa Valley? I gave a shout out to a guy. Good questions. That was yeah. fun. Where does this go? This goes seems to be everywhere. I, I see it in at the you know in foyers of hotels. Um, well, I we see it in, re- you know, sometimes at restaurants by the door. And wineries, obviously, our winery has it. Yeah, we direct mail 15000 to households with an annual income of 150000 and above. So we're trying to go more to an affluent market. Mm-hmm. So people that do advertise, they're marketing to people that can afford their product and services. But we have a lot of people that are not in that category that get the magazine, too, whether they have a subscription or they ask to have the magazine mailed to them. And then we are in over 300 high traffic locations throughout the Napa Valley. And then we have about 5,000 magazines that go across the country. And these are people that either subscribe to the magazine or they're people that have just requested, you know, sometimes we have free signups at, like we used to do the Mustard Festival when that was still Mm -hmm. around. We'd have people sign up for it. And these are people that come to the Napa Valley on a frequent basis, or they used to live here, or they want to live here, or they just want to dream about the Napa Valley lifestyle. And so... There is that dream. You know, folks come here and talk to me about what what a wonderful lifestyle it must be to have in Napa. There's this romantic notion of what it is to live in Napa Valley. And I right. try never to burst that well, bubble about what hard work it is making when wine. When people and all are that, always referring to, oh, it's a Napa Valley white, it's a Napa Valley this. When I was in Hong Kong a few years ago for the International Wine and Spirits Fair, that sounds I, fun. I got to taste Syrahs from like 30 different countries. But every time I went to hear someone speak about wine, they all had a Napa Valley reference. Mm, mm. Oh, this is similar to the Napa Valley terroir. This is similar to uh, the climate in the Napa Valley. This is similar to da-da-da-da, Napa. And it was just amazing well, that's good to hear. that Napa is so known around the world. The global influence. And because of that, we're really trying to upgrade the magazine. We just went, I want a big shout out to Brent Miller. He's my new designer as of the March-April issue. Ah. And we've been redesigning our next issue. It's online right now, the July-August. We'll have the hard copies on July 8th. And we're going to a heavier cover. It's going to have more of a satiny rubber mm-hmm. finish and making it more coffee table-like. Well, I can't wait to People see already it. want to hang on to it, but now they're really going to want to hang on to it. Now, right now, we're in the midst of event season. You know, pretty much from 
April through Is there ever September. a month that we don't have events? No, anymore? there's not. But this is like the thick of it. Mm-hmm. Every weekend through spring and summer, there are events and charity balls and galas and all that good stuff. How, how do you manage it all? How do you decide which ones you're going to cover? I mean, besides just the intriguing people, there, you do a lot of events as well and go out and cover photos and... That's got to be mind-boggling. Well, you that's know, every multiple ones every weekend. One of my things that I love to do is photograph people, and I've been taking pictures since I was seven years old. Mm. My dad, uh, my grandfather, gave me my first camera, and so to me, I go to events because I like to just photograph people, <laughs> and then I put them up on our Facebook page, and um, we're actually our brand new website. We're going to have a whole photo gallery, so. To me, it's just fun to go to them and see what people are doing, how they're dressed. And that's how I really have gotten to know a lot of people. And one of my favorite events, and I'm going to miss it this year because I'm going to be in Michigan in August, is Hands Across the Valley. Oh, yeah. I love to promote Hands Across the Valley. Staglin Music Festival is coming up. Mm-hmm. I've never been to the V Foundation, but I've had people go in my place. And um, I'm hoping maybe this year I can attend that. There's the Mondavi Music Fest. I yes, love music. Of course. And of course, we were all over Bottle Rock. <laughs> and I, did I see you at auction? I was uh, there Friday. I had a broken foot I was, I was. for two and a half months, and uh, I was in I, a. I saw you there with your with boot. Your boot. Yeah, How so I didn't now? go on Saturday. Well, I'm out slowly starting to walk okay. again. Good, good. But. Does it seem like work still for you? No. Even when you go? No. Well, you know, I just don't like the business aspect of mm-hmm. running a magazine. But I never get tired of telling people stories or taking pictures or figuring out what design we want to do in the magazine. None of that. It, it's not work. I have the greatest job in the world, as everyone points out to me. But, you know. Yeah, you've set yourself up pretty well. But doing the other stuff, behind the scenes stuff, eh, not so much. But sustainability? I know you've got a great interest in sustainability. Well, you know, one of the things that I did when I was in high school is I always did mission work. And I've traveled all over the world doing mission work, especially in Mexico and that. And I learned about sustainability and realizing that people can be really happy with not a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And when we did mission work in La Marita, Mexico, people had dirt floors, but the kids wore white pants and they were always clean. I could never figure that out. Oh. And it just realized how much stuff we have. And I grew up on a horse farm. We had a five-acre garden, so I was really into gardening. I had a grandmother that lived with us and, you know, went through the Depression and, you know, washed the the tinfoil, you know, and and reused everything. You you repurpose, uh, reuse, and recycle everything. So I've been doing that since I was a little kid. And then Lowell Downey, who's been taking a lot of our cover yeah. shots since 2001, He's a great photographer. he really got me into the sustainability movement. And so about six years ago, we started doing a sustainable section in the magazine. And then about three, four years ago, I started doing a sustainable life segment on Good Morning Bob. Right, right. Which... And so I've been doing that every Tuesday for many years now, too. I just believe that. We need to be good stewards of the land and and not be wasteful. And, you know, we don't need a lot of stuff. 
Yeah. I'm not a materialistic person. And I know you're a big gardener, so I'm, you're probably growing a lot of your own food. I was just harvesting some tomatoes and hmm. cucumbers. The coolest thing is to go, oh, we need a we need a salad for dinner. Go out there, cut up some lettuce, get some cucumbers, get some tomatoes, and, and then sitting down and go, wow, I just picked this 10 minutes ago. Isn't it wonderful? It's awesome. I, I love it. I keep a little garden over at the winery, and uh, it's just... It's a great feeling to, to know that you know where this food came from. You grew it yourself. You didn't put any weird stuff in it, and you you know picked the varieties. It's Well, and it's a big deal here in the Napa Valley. I mean, how many years have we had the ag preserve to preserve the agriculture here in the Napa Valley? Right. We could have easily become another Silicon Valley, but we are, you know, we had leaders here that had foresight over 40 years ago to protect our land and we have i don't know how many wineries now that have gone solar Uh, we have a large percentage of that that are you know a lot of organic farming here in the napa valley and so it's a big deal to the people who live work and play here in the napa valley so i do devote some of my space in the magazine to celebrate that. Well, that's great. I think it's very important. I'm glad you're doing that and getting the message out there and being an example as well. And, gotta, oh, go ahead. Yes. And uh, if, if I may chime in here, uh, and for, for those that have never seen the uh, the magazine before, uh, this magazine actually has uh, an ad for KVYN and KVON in it. Well, I'm just happy that I've been have a good partnership with them and and i've worked for the radio station kvon and kvyn off and on for 20 years so i'm a big supporter of them and them us here in their studio right now and featured in your magazine and, I've and, got to, uh, and channel 28 as well we can't forget that oh i've been on the board for tv 28 <laughs> but yeah i've got to ask you this Uh-oh. and we are on the record here it's being recorded it's going out live so answer Honestly or not, it's up to you. You know, you, you don't, I, want, I don't want you to be on the hook, but you're on the spot. Okay. Bring it on. Carrie, uh, do you go nuts for donuts? Sir Donuts? Do you go nuts for donuts? Oh, do I love donuts. Well, here you go. What I want you to do Uh-oh. is choose one of those beautiful donuts. This one right here. Let me see. With the pink frosting. Oh, that is a gorgeous donut. It's it a glazed, is a glazed donut. It's pink Frosting. Pink frosting is my favorite. I like strawberry cake with pink frosting on my birthday. Ah, so it's got some pastel-colored sprinkles. Yeah, there are little sprinkles on here, and I bet it's yummy. All right, let let's pair this with with something. What is it going to be? If you were going to well, bubbles, of course. Okay, there you go. Yeah, some champagne or some Napa, excuse me, Napa Valley sparkling wine, well, most likely. So you know, I like. I'm going to name a few: Schwamsberg, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Jean Charles JCB number sixty nine. And I'm a big fan of Mum and Domaine Jandon and Domaine Carneros. All I right. drink them all. <laughs> we'll pop the cork, have a bite, and we're going to time. <clears throat> I got ahead of myself. And now it's time to play everyone's favorite party game here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. This is Madeline. All right, Carrie, you know how this game works. Um, we're going to fill in. We're going to fill in the. I don't know how it works, but you know how it works. We're going to fill in the blanks. Okay. And we're going to create something here. Are you ready? I need a number. Any number. Any number. How about 10,023? 10,023. Mm-hmm. Uh, an adjective? Adjective. Enormous. Enormous. I like that adjective. I have a web series, Judd's Enormous I don't know why show. I'm thinking of it. Oh, because this donut the looks donut. enormous. A verb ending in I-N-G. I-N-G. Um, something I don't get enough of. Um, sleeping. Sleeping. Because I'm always at events. Yeah, you're always running around town. 
another verb ending in ing. Well, people call me tiger because I'm so I'm jumping. I'm jumpy, jumpy. <laughs> jumping. Tiger the tiger, jumping on your tail. A plural noun. In the cat family. Meerkats. Meerkats. Even though they're not cats. Well, but they're cute little animals. Another plural noun. Um, I'm going to Michigan in August to see my nephews. Nephews. All right, Carrie Rule. You did it. Earlier today, I went on to NapaValleyLifeMagazine.com to find out a little bit about the magazine. And here is what I found out, and you've just rewritten it via this <laughs> Mad Lib game. This can be found at NapaValleyLifeMagazine.com slash About Us. Uh-oh. <clears throat> Here's what we got. This is about the magazine. A luxury lifestyle magazine aimed at the people who live, work, and play in the Napa Valley. For over 10,023 years, Napa Valley Life has been the enormous lifestyle magazine dedicated to sleeping and jumping in Napa Valley. <laughs> that, that's perfect. <laughs> I like that. We are dedicated in providing Meerkats and Nephews, a magazine that captures the essence of living in the Napa Valley. That is awesome. There you go. That That's is great. Napa Valley Life magazine summed up. That was a quick Mad Lib because we have a little treat for you right now. Uh-uh. Not every guest gets this treatment, but since we have since we have Mr. Gordon Lustig in studio with us, our musical director, who has written our theme song, done all the music for my web series, such as Judd's Enormous Wine Show and Wine Booty, he has, as we've been sitting here, has been scribbling down lyrics and has written a song oh no, about what great. has transpired here in the past 46, 47 minutes. Gordon, are you ready? Well, sure, Judd. <laughs> All right. As you may know, you know, even on the news hour today um, on NPR, I don't want to, they're uh, going to be doing a story on James Taylor because. Uh, 13 years since his last album, and he's just released a new album. All so right. In honor of that, I, I would like to do a James Taylor song for you. It goes like this. Take 29 highway through the vineyards four miles. In Napa Valley, there are endless smiles, smiles and styles. If you want to understand them, you want to know the Napa scene, you don't have to be an intriguing person to read the magazine. Don't you know it's the brainchild of Carrie Rule? If you want to know what Napa can mean Napa Valley Life magazine Carry Sue, 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 Napa Valley Life magazine Carrie rule, Carrie rules, yeah, yeah. Wow. 
You just got a fist in the air from uh, Good Morning Bob over there. Oh, Walked wow, by. I love that. <laughs> Heard it from the other yeah, studio. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Gordon, amazing, as always. Love these spontaneous tunes you do. How about that? The, I, am, I am honored. Thank you so much. I think your website, your magazine now has a theme song. There you go. <laughs> That's great. I'll tweak it a little bit. I'll, I'll say Carrie instead of Kari. See, I started to say Kari because I read it on the page. That's all right. I answered anything. Okay. Hey, you. Hey, Carrie. Hey. Thank you for being here. Thank you. This, this has been a fun. fun. It's been fun. It's, it's interesting to be on the other side of the table. Well, good. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, I, this was fun. I'd well, love good. to do it again. Right on. Looking forward to it. This is Lauren Mall speaking for Judd's Napa Valley Show, a Gillamar production. Judd's Napa Valley Show.